0: One of the main ingredients in our product line, saffron, has been proven over and over again in clinical double-blind placebo trials to be an effective form of treatment for depression, anxiety, and ADHD. Saffron has been used by many cultures for thousands of years for these purposes, and now the research is here to finally back it up, proving that plant medicines and ancient healing practices can actually be an effective alternative to pharmaceuticals. From caffeine free latte powders to saffron baths and capsules, there's something for any modern woman looking for ancient healing. Again, that's code the fullest podcast at checkout for 15% off. I hope you enjoy your new daily saffron ritual. Hi everyone, welcome to the fullest podcast. I'm your host Nikki Bostwick, and I'm back with Jenna. Jenna Cavello is the founder of Agent Natur, Tour, and I'm so excited to do part two with you. Back to like get really raw
1: today. Yes, right? I'm okay. so
0: excited. I think you know we we dove into your story, how you founded Agent, and I think that was you know such a special podcast and. Mm-hmm people loved our little random they loved tony
1: they yeah. really wanted they really want tony's info but she's not public no
0: and also i feel like i mean you share a lot on your website too about places to go visit restaurants to eat hotels you like and and people love hearing your suggestions and recommendations so i'm really excited about just like kind of diving deep into that yeah um but first i mm-hmm. think a lot of just like beauty, you know, tips and stuff. I think we can start with one big question. Um, Cause I asked around, you know, what people want to hear from you. And one big one was like, what's the best product that you suggest for like fine lines and wrinkles, especially, you know, people who might not want to do injections and are really committing to trying to do it natural. Mm-hmm. Like
1: what could they use consistently to help them? Um, lactic acid, which is so underrated. Um, It is um, an acid that I formulate with all the time. I was taught that glycolic acid over time actually uh, strips the skin and uh, hurts the skin barrier. And lactic acid actually protects the barrier, is clinically and scientifically proven to help with rosacea, to help with sensitive and acne prone skin and with redness. Um, It brings hydration back to the face. It refines pores and fine lines. It helps with sun damage. Um, But most importantly, there are some glycolic acids that uh, affect the adrenal glands negatively. Mm -hmm. And so this doesn't have any negative impact on the body. And um, it is so underrated and so important to use lactic acid, just as important to combine it with retinol if you're using retinol. But you can't use it on the same days as retinol. That's, oh, okay. how, that's how powerful it is. It has to be used on off days. So I formulated Holy Bright uh, with lactic acid. Um, I formulated Acid Wash or lactic acid cleanser. And I formulated Holy Lift, which is our strongest product on the market. Um, I used like the legal amount <laughs> uh, and the largest amount I could use prior to it being needed to be sold by a practitioner.
0: Wow. Yeah. That makes so much sense because, like, goat milk powder, you know, mm-hmm. I use that in the bath mm-hmm. that I was talking about that supports the skin microbiome um, has, you know, natural levels of that. So that makes a lot of sense.
1: There's goat milk powder in your bath. Yeah. Oh, I love that bath. My skin is so soft guys. I've been using that bath like for the last two weeks. Um, it makes the bath yellow Yeah, and your skin is like creamy soft, but you feel really calm when you're looking at the yellow bath. Like there's something very like nurturing about it. And, um, it didn't dry my skin out. Like, my my skin felt so hydrated. Makes so much sense that, like,
0: yeah. a
1: glyc-
0: you said glycol, right?
1: Gly- uh, glycolic acid. Lactic is the good acid. Yeah, lactic yeah.
0: is good and glycolic is, like, deteriorating almost of the
1: microbiome. So over time, like, when you initially use uh, glycolic, it, like, makes the skin incredible. Like, your mm-hmm. pores are really, like, diminished, you feel like you have uh, a better, even complexion, but over time it strips the skin and actually enlarges the pores. Wow. So that's one acid that like I will never formulate with.
0: And people um, use like wipes of it, right? Of is glycolic? That, yeah. Like is yeah. that part of like, you know, old school protocols, like even, um, what is that? Well, I don't know if it's Obagi, but like different brands like that, like where they like wipes right that people would do like on a daily basis like in the morning and evening like yeah I used to do that
1: yeah i heard someone who sells a product at vanessa hernandez uh has a new wipe and i'm pretty sure it's lactic i need to look into it but uh biologique uh uses a lot of lactic acid lactic is in their p50 in their toner um i'm a i'm a big fan of uh biologique I love their spa in Paris. I always get my facials there. Um, P50 can be harsh on me, so I use it like minimally. Yeah. Like maybe once a week. But I love their masks. I actually layer two of their masks on with Holy Bright. Okay, so
0: for people who don't, like to use botox and fillers what do you recommend and then for people who do uh-huh. i want you to share about like your kind of routine and um and yeah like what you look for when it comes to like a practitioner but let's talk about okay people so you want to ask
1: if i use fillers or botox yes do you want to ask what well i, well, I do feel you like use fillers or yeah. botox well uh, yeah do you do you no okay yeah. So, um, so I, um, have been doing Botox for like the past nine years, eight years. Yeah. Since I was like 30, 35, 36, I started doing Botox. Um, and so before I have agent or right when I started, right when you agent, started. Yeah. Right. When I started tw- a year after I started formulating the deodorant, I got Botox for the first time.
0: And how was that experience? Like what kind of what took you to your first appointment?
1: Um, I felt like I just wanted like a little lift on my forehead. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Which is the usual you and, know, reason. And you know, right?
1: I went to the dermatologist who's taught me like most of what I know. She's holistic. She's amazing. And she did my Botox for the very first time. And then I went to this incredible nurse practitioner, Rand Rusher. And his aesthetic is amazing. You know, I've had a really bad experience with someone who did some filler and I looked insane and I had to get it dissolved. I looked really, really crazy and um, like it just didn't look like my face. So I had it dissolved uh, by my friend Jenna in Miami. She owns Skin Theory and I love, I love working with her. She has an incredible aesthetic. So I feel like if you're going to get filler or Botox, you need to go to someone who, uh, whose work you trust and like. So you should see the other work that they do because... If some people want a really overdone look, right? Yeah. Like some people like They it. like that. They like it and they want that and that's fine. But other people want to look natural mm-hmm. and they want to look, um, you know, closer to their real face. So you have to find somebody whose work you like. You know, there's doctors who their look can be to drop your eyes and like give you kind of this like furrowed angry look (laughs) and that just wasn't the look that that I wanted no so I had it dissolved and if you get it dissolved if you don't like the work you can get it dissolved but what you need to know about filler is that it doesn't completely dissolve and it you're stacking it over time so if you keep getting if you keep getting filler over time it's going to stack and stack and stack which is not great but if you get it dissolved you have to use X, which is the brand name. Don't let them uh, dissolve with, hi- I think it's called hi- hy- Hyaluron Dase or Hyaluron Ace. Uh, that's the generic brand name. You don't want to dissolve with that. You want to get it dissolved with Hylinex, which is expensive, uh, but that's going to dissolve it better. And for lasers. I love lasers. So I'm into like a bunch of lasers and RF. Okay. Um, so I love, um, Titan, which like tightens the jawline. So that's, and, and the smile lines and lifts the eyes a bit. That's That's a laser. Yeah. It's a laser. It's incredible. And you see the results like 90 days in and you're supposed to get it like maybe three to four times a year. So like quarterly Interesting. That I love, yeah. I love um derma planning, the facial, when it where I've been getting that like since like two thousand eight, where they take the skin off not the skin, they take the hairs off the face with yeah. a little blade. Yeah. I love that. I get that done at G Beauty in Miami. Um I love Where do you do the laser that you talked about? In Miami at Skin Theory. With oh okay. Jenna. She does she's it. yeah, she's incredible. Um and I do um, IPL with her just for my redness, and I do laser genesis for redness and capillaries and rosacea, and then in LA, I go to this place called La Jolie. It's kind of like, it's kind of like blown up, and a lot of influencers go there, but I used to go to the one in the valley before, like, anyone really knew about it, because they did really good uh, FORMA. What's that? RF, radio frequency. and They also do M-Face where they put this like contraption on so that your skin muscles are getting tighter like over time. So those are all like natural things that you can do. And there's a lot of um, like misinformation out there about RF that it can melt fat. And I mean, that is like such BS, like. You would have to turn the frequency up so insanely high when you're doing Forma for it to melt your fat. So there's a tripolar device, which you can buy like over the counter to take home. I actually have it. To be completely honest, I haven't been using it regularly just because it has to be plugged in when you use it, Mm -hmm. which is kind of annoying. But, you know, people are spreading all this false information that RF will melt the fat like, guys, like, you know, forma and a tripolar are never going to heat up enough to melt your fat. I don't like pain. So all of the procedures I mentioned are relatively painless. Okay, People good. can say that Titan can be painful, mm-hmm. but I didn't find it. I didn't find it to be uh, painful. And what's what about like PRP?
0: Is that something that's like you regularly the, do or yeah, the, so or the vampire facial right that's the same thing right
1: well there's two ways to do it okay. so uh, some people uh, what it is they take your blood and they separate the plasma it's uh, called platelet rich plasma mm-hmm. they separate that from your blood they, they spin the blood they separate it and they inject that back onto the face to rebuild collagen and elastin some people, they use a, like the tiny pen, which isn't going to go in deep and it's kind of staying on the surface mm-hmm. of the skin. They mix it with Botox to give a glass like appearance on the f- face. So if you're against Botox and you don't want to get Botox and you think that PRP is natural, you should ask because most people are mixing it with Botox. They're doing it on the synthetic layer of the skin. So Mm -hmm. it's just giving this glass-like appearance, right? But it's really the Botox that's actually causing that. So unless you like go under for like a plastic surgery or something. No, 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 There's a second way to do it. Without going under? Well, you don't have to go under at all for it, but... The one that's topical that they're doing with the vampire facial, if they're just using the pen to put it in, it it doesn't hurt bad at all, but they're going on the superficial layer Mm -hmm. of the skin and they're mixing it with Botox. Um, The correct way and the better way to do it is to do it over time and to, um to inject it with a needle under the eyes so there's something called prfm which this fibrin is added to it um to help again with the collagen and the elastin and to help with like the hollows of when the eyes start to hollow out but that like you have like three days downtime because you kind of get puffy mm. but if you get prp the better way to do it is to inject it with a needle versus doing it um on the top layer of the skin with the yeah. Botox.
0: So it goes in from under your eyes and so then. It goes in, yeah. Spreads, they can ju- inject or?
1: it kind of everywhere. Yeah, it goes in under the eyes and then you kind of get really puffy for like three days.
0: Interesting. Okay, what's your favorite treatment of all of the ones we talked about or even one that you haven't? Like, what is your number one go to treatment if you only did
1: one thing? Titan, because it gives the effect of Botox too, and it's a, a laser because they, it's like this uh, pulse and it heats up. It gets really hot and it can be painful, but the pain is like one second. So like when they do your forehead, it's literally like a lift on your forehead. Honestly, I think it's like a facelift in a laser. It's really crazy, but um, so it pulses. So it's like three pulses and it's like, one Mississippi, two Mississippi, that's fine. And then three Mississippi, you scream, but then it's done.
0: And, <laughs> and then, then it's it kind of the
1: same thing here. And then they can do here, here, and then your chin.
0: Is it like you go and you get it and then you leave and you're not, you know, you can't even No downtime. Okay. Zero downtime. No downtime.
1: Everything that I just said has zero downtime except for the PRFM okay, injected cool. under the eyes with the needle. What's you your of- favorite? I haven't Your skin done anything. Your I've only done
0: facial acupuncture. Okay. But, you know, I mean, like you got Botox when you were 36. Like I have three more years, so I'm 36. But I definitely aged when I had my kids, like a lot, like decades, because it's just the most stressful thing you ever. You look 24. And I used to like look like I had Botox done all the time because I, I have this like vein you know? No, and I then see the I would, um, Do you guys see like if vein? I smiled, I but if There's I smiled, I was like, Oh my gosh, I kind of like want to to not look so tight. So like, as I've gotten older, it's, There's you no know, vein. not as intense, but I want to like, you know, think about Cause you start aging in your thirties and you really need to start thinking about your skincare routine, which is why, Everyone should look into agent because you have, you know, the whole lineup of everything anyone needs. That's not toxic. You don't age
1: in your thirties, like you honestly. The, no, I, the most beautiful women are in their thirties because they start to lose some of the baby fat. Yeah, you age like clinically, scientifically, you start to see it around forty-two. But,
0: like, you want to have that routine set up to, like, set you up for when you're in your 40s, right? For sure.
1: Yeah, for sure. But I think the number one thing is the diet, for sure. What ages the skin the most? Well, some of it's genetic, but also, like, alcohol. That's, like, the number one culprit. I don't drink any alcohol. Okay, I was going to ask. Maybe five drinks a year but like were you
0: always like that or was it more like when you started getting into your health journey
1: it was just it makes the endo like so much worse wow. and it makes my skin look like shit and i don't feel well and it's a low vibration like i completely really, agree like it it really is like it you feel low after you drink like you don't feel good you don't have energy unless you drink tequila then you have a bit yeah. of because like, it's I a stimulant so love tequila. you know yeah. because alcohol is a, is a downer yeah but tequila is actually an upper that makes sense so it's like the one alcohol that I actually do enjoy because yeah. like I love salt and I like spicy yeah. so I like a spicy salty margarita but I like it for the taste like not to be drunk you know where are you from New
0: Jersey okay no but like your na- um, heritage or nationality because oh, I love salty too I'm just curious Oh, if it's I'm like almost correlated. all Italian oh, okay yeah, yeah.
1: Italian, a little bit of Polish, and a little bit Irish.
0: I used to have this like card in college at the like local te- like bar that had this like whole set of so many different types of tequila, and okay. you got like a punch card almost until you got to the end. Oh wow! And I, I mean, I I've never really liked drinking, but I would always like just drink to keep up with other people or like keep up with my boyfriend who is now my husband, but he used to drink so much in college and it got him in a lot of trouble. But I only really like ever vibed on tequila too, but I just hate it's an drinking upper. and I hate alcohol and I completely agree. And the thing is too, like when you Like stop... champagne
1: like will give me an autoimmune reaction. Oh yeah. Like it makes my, my body ache.
0: I used to like play beer pong with champagne. It was like bad. Wow. I did like the four year college thing and I think it's so lame, but- when I stop drinking and when you stop drinking, you realize you're so much more in touch with yourself and your emotions and your intuition. And like, I feel like life starts really like working for you. I Would just you have stop this. stop drinking? Yeah, I really think so because I think you're operating at a completely different level than the rest of society.
1: It just, it causes cancer and it's inflammatory. Yeah. Everything causes cancer, but I just, I don't like how I feel on it. And your skin looks like shit. Well, you're dehydrated. You're just like, I mean, your liver. It dries the skin out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's really what keeps the skin young. Like my, my mom loves a glass of wine. She was having maybe like two or three glasses of wine a week and I made her cut it out and I'm like, let's just see. Her skin was like, it was like night and day when she quit drinking. Wow. And so she doesn't drink anymore? No. Wow. Maybe a glass a month.
0: So how do you like um, get the edge off?
1: You're you're Persian, right? Yeah. Do you speak Farsi? Yeah. Okay. Do you know how to do the Persian snap with your hand?
0: Like, no, no. no. I never learned that. Do you know?
1: Yeah. Hold on. Wait, it's...
0: Oh my gosh, that's that's amazing. Right? Yes. You don't know how to do it? No, I never taught my my family tried to teach me the whistle, but
1: I don't know. I can't do the whistle. I can't.
0: But um I love snapping. Like did were you called Nikki
1: June growing up? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Nikki June or my real name is Nakisa. Nakisa. And it was like some male musician. Is it wait? Nakisa? Nakisa. Nakisa. Which sounds Japanese to me, but it's so funny cuz I'm I have dual citizenship and yeah. they wouldn't let my mom put Nakisa on my passport. They said it was a boy's so name. So you
1: Nakisa so June I'm Nikki or were, you, were you, on, you in
0: my Persian passport? Are you Nikki
1: June I'm, I'm, or are you Nikki June? Nikki June. Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: You have a lot of Persian friends? Um, growing up or no? When
1: I moved to LA. Yeah. When did you move? How old were you? Um, I was 26. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. from New Jersey
0: or New where... Jersey, New York. Yeah. yeah.
1: I was designing shoes in New York and I always wanted to move to LA. Like since the first time I came here, I knew I was going to move, but do you I'm... miss it? Like, cause you moved to Miami.
0: No. Do you miss
1: like now that you left?
0: I mean, you spent so much left. time here. Yeah, I'm
1: only in Miami like two months a year. Are you going to move still here. I'm still here. I'm in, I'm here and France and then Miami. That's how it, it's like I'm here five months. I'm in France, maybe four months in Miami, two to three months.
0: But like your home is in Miami or do you have a home here too?
1: My home is in Miami and I like live in hotels because it's so unsafe here. I don't feel safe, but I'm looking for a house now to buy. Yeah, because I'm opening a new office um, and part of it will be open uh, for the public. No so, way. Yeah, I'm going to do like all kinds of like amazing things that I'll I'll share with you. I'll have wait. you there for my podcast once oh my I open. Gosh, I can't wait. But So you said, how do I take the edge off? Yeah. It's really hard for me in LA, in Miami. I think I, I live on the beach and I, that just calms me immediately. Yeah. It's really hard for me here. My nervous system is like on edge. I feel like my nervous system is fried in LA. It's very hard for me to calm down. I'm taking these... uh these candies, they're called uh Pim. Oh yeah, Pim chews. Yeah, Pim. That's um P Y M. Someone's son. They're GABA and L-theanine. I like eat those throughout the day. They definitely help. But like being in Malibu doesn't calm me the way that Miami calms me cuz someone just asked earlier today like, you know, how how are you going to calm down? Like what calms you? And I'm like my bed in Miami, like being in my apartment. Aww. But, um, what calms you?
0: Gosh. I mean, I'm a huge fan of yoga when I can get it in. Cause it's just like, really makes me feel back to myself in such a way that I, I like can't explain. It just reconnects me immediately when I'm just like by myself. Cause I'm never by myself. Like I'm constantly with other people and I, can count on my fingers probably one hand how often I've been by myself in the last six years. So I have to like do things like take a bath and close the door and like hide, you know, I don't hide, but like just be like, you know, or like just things like yoga have really supported just my, you know, nervous system. But honestly, like with my family too, I think like what you're saying, just – getting back to nature is so important and just being outside somehow connected to like the sand or you know going hiking I hate hiking um by my house because there's so many did, the you dog. Hear that? did you
1: hear that did you hear Rocco did you, I, I wonder if we heard him like snore that the was whole so time. cute
0: there I hate snakes and I like I want to go on hikes so badly but there are just so many snakes out are they big they're huge. They're all over, especially Where? like in the canyon and Laguna. So really? I'm just like curious. Like, How big are they? Do you go hiking?
1: I, You know, when I moved here, I like did Runyon like very regularly. I would say for like eight years. Wow. Do you miss it? No. <laughs> I hate hiking. Yeah. <laughs> I love hiking climbing stairs like i've yeah. worked my way up to like 40 flights a day wow i love climbing stairs where like, do you go like i've been doing here like the from stairs like the and, bottom of the wow. house up like 20 times do you and go to like a gym 40. too or no um i have a trainer i have madonna's ex-trainer but here like for me i'm if you ask any of my friends i'm i'm really slow and i move at a very slow pace and so if you like took me to Barry's like I'd probably pass out yeah like like nine minutes in I would just like faint um but uh, for me like I get stronger slowly over time and it's like I don't like to be in a room of people and I I like it's weird like I don't want to be in a room where I feel like everyone is competing because my body shuts down and Even, like, if somebody, like, comes into the room and they have, like, a big personality, like, Aries and Leos have a big personality, especially Aries. Like, Mm -hmm. I have some issues with Aries women, like, just because they're they're very dominating. And so when they come in the room, I shut down.
0: Interesting. And it's
1: kind of the same thing when I, like, work Work out. out. Yeah, like, I'll, like, feel, if I feel like there's, like, competition, I just shut down and everybody can, like, kind of, like beat me I hate competition I, so much But so. when I work out like just by myself at my own pace like and I know my trainer probably thinks like I'm like a geriatric <laughs> um, patient working out with him and that I'm like 90 but like like the like he hadn't seen me for a while and he was like wow like this really changed in your body like I see like this definition and this definition and for me, it's like to work out five days a week, like that doesn't work. Like my body wants to work out slowly. Like I can do the steps like every day in Miami. I climb up. I live on the 17th floor, but 16 stairs are in one uh, flight, mm-hmm. right? But so there's more 17? So I, but there's more um, like in my place in Miami. Oh. So it's like 21. Wow. So I'll do that twice a day. And that feels like really good to me. But I do it, honestly, like not because I want to look good or because I'm vain. I do it because it helps my hips because I have so much pain in my hips from the endo. Wow. And so we get like a lot of pain in our legs, our hips, and our sciatica. So strengthening that through exercise and the steps like really helps me. Do you walk
0: up or do you run up?
1: I walk, but now I do double steps.
0: Yeah, I love doing double steps. I feel like it's easier in a way.
1: Yeah, it it is, but it works mentally, your butt more. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's like better for your body, but like easier mentally. I don't know. I love skipping steps. I think it's because I'm short.
1: Yeah, I'm short too. Yeah. How it tall just are you?
0: Feels good. five one. Well, yeah. Really, really short. Like
1: five two and a half. Yeah, I,
0: I, you're five three. I feel like we like decided the other day five, how tall and you a half. are. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I think it's so important to talk about how everyone everyone's body is so different and you can't just like go to one workout and think that it's going to be the same for everyone else especially where you're at in life too like if you're super hyped up and you have all this like cortisol it can be worse for you to go to berries and just like increase that cortisol to the nth degree and then you can like hold on to all that inflammation whereas like if you take it slow maybe you're the type of or you want to get that energy out you know it's always like different based off of where you're at and sometimes going slow and getting strong that way is for sure like the can be the better route for a lot of people dealing with health issues too
1: well also like hot yoga um can really mess up your thyroid yeah Yeah. So I was doing hot yoga a lot. I was doing it like four times a week and my thyroid was was really messed up. And then my hair dried out and my hair was messed up. And my thyroid is a little off actually right now. My cortisol is high. So... I'm in the process of figuring out what to do this time around for that. But I've been like super stressed lately just from traveling so much from work. I've like never worked so hard. Yeah.
0: I mean, you're never home.
1: Like, yeah, you're Always so, traveling. Yeah. So I think that's like, yeah, that's kind of like gotten to me lately. What are
0: your travel tips? Like what do you do pre-flight and after flight?
1: So I usually on the way to Europe, I don't eat on the flight. And that really will help with any sort of constipation. Mm-hmm. Um, I make sure I take magnesium and MSM. And um, I honestly have no issues in terms of uh, like going to the bathroom or anything. That's like a great way to like not get constipated. Yeah. If you do get constipated and you're in Europe, especially if you're in France, you can get some like uh, prunes, which will like, which will help. Or like take some extra magnesium or you can take uh, like an L-glutamine will help. uh, Like a gut supplement made with L-glutamine and licorice, like that helps. Uh, My other travel tip is this. So usually, like, let's say you land between 10 and, like, 1 p.m. in Europe. My tip is you can take a nap, like, at 3 or 4 p.m., but you have to get up at 6. You cannot allow yourself to sleep till 9 p.m. at night because then you're up all night. Yeah. You can take the two-hour nap, like, when you land, but it can't go past two hours. And that will really help, like, with some of the jet lag. Um, And then you just got to force yourself, like, to get up in the morning. Like, you have to get up at, like, by, like, 8 a.m.
0: Like, and start a regular day.
1: Yeah. Basically. Mm -hmm. The problem for me is that, like, four or five days in, I'll just lay in bed, like, awake, like, until, like, 4.30 a.m. Really? Because then why? Because I just can't get used to the time for like a little while. That's why I won't give up living in Miami because I go there yeah. prior to going to Europe because it's easier for me to get on the schedule. That makes so Especially much sense. Especially if I fly to London because then it's only like, it's only five hours. So yeah. it's not a big difference like at all. How often are you in Europe? Usually like three and a half to four months. like all in a row or no you can't stay longer than 90 days so I was there like all of February and I was there for uh most of April all of April pretty much and then I I go back uh in a couple months so you split it up um yeah I split it up I split it up I'm trying to not travel as much just because this last trip like really took a toll on me and I'm really trying to fix those cortisol levels and you know like chocolate and coffee like really like aggravate me and keep me awake as well I have a lot of issues with sleep actually
0: really okay take the saffron I want to hear what you think before bed
1: I'm making a sleep supplement oh my gosh and if if it works on me it'll work on anyone but I want your sleeping tips
0: yeah um i mean i don't sleep which is what like aggravates all of my stuff because i'm like i've been nursing for like 5 years straight but um i you know what's so interesting is like i used to be really great at sleeping and i still am i just literally can't do it like um an entire night's worth of sleep but i get my best ideas in the middle of the night, too.
1: Really? Yeah, and I, I was get actually mine in the bath. Yeah. yeah. So when you're sleeping, you get your when you're. Well, in I bath. get it
0: in the bath or when I'm steaming too. Yeah. But like sometimes, especially like when we used to write a lot more content for the fullest, mm-hmm. like I would get such I would get so much work done in the middle of the night, and I knew it was bad, but it was like this period of time where like everyone's sleeping, and I just feel like. I can finally think for myself and so I kind of used it for my advantage like to my advantage it was like okay this is just like a blimp in time for me so why don't I just like use it to because a lot of people find like even writers that they're most creative in the middle of the night yeah so it's like okay like I'm gonna do this I'm gonna like use that as my opportunity to kind of be efficient and then like And then later, I just, you know, we'll go back to a regular sleep schedule. But I, like, I'm not the type of person that has trouble going back to bed, you know? So my husband, usually, I feel really bad for him because he'll, like, pass out. And then I, like, I'm up. And then I'm, like, I hear something. And this probably happens, like, four times a night or a week where I'm, like, I hear something. And he had just finally gotten to bed. And then he, like gets up and like goes down and checks and so I'm curious with you you know like we're just talking about sometimes not feeling safe especially when you're in LA like do you get scared like every night or is it only sometimes or like how do you feel like I
1: can't be in a house by myself so that's why I like to be in the hotel because I feel safe like has anyone ever broken in or no yeah and that's not gonna happen but no 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 like god forbid no but um back to the sleep i feel like i can sleep really well in miami and paris i can't sleep in la for whatever reason or the south of france really but i sleep in la and paris and there was like, for quite a few years, I was going to Paris just so I could sleep because my hotel room is so dark. It's, like, pitch black. Yeah. And I will just sleep, like, 12 to 14 hours, which I cannot do here. Like, I've been up since 4 a.m. Yeah. today. Like, I just cannot um, sleep well. So.
0: And there's so much light in this house, too. It's so true. Like, getting blackout curtains you it's you're supposed so... to
1: sleep in a in a dark room. Yeah,
0: and what yeah. about temperature because I always hear like
1: oh, it's good to make it cold,
0: is... but I hate being
1: cold. Yeah, I mean, you know, you're supposed to adjust to what the temperature is. So for example, in the winter, you're supposed to sleep when it's slightly cooler, but in the summer, you know, you're not supposed to have this air Blasting on you like do you know like madonna shuts off her air conditioning when she sings wow because so when you go to her concert like if you're there let's say you're waiting like 45 minutes in the stadium for her to sing it the air is on and you know she's going to come out because she shuts the air off because they have better like singers have better Vocal cords yeah. when the air is completely shut
0: off. I love that tip because I hate AC. I just hate it. I feel like I feel sick. Like actually every time I go to Miami, I always get messed up. I feel like, cause it's like outside it's warm and then you go into the hotel and it's just like so cold. And sometimes the in we, and out. Yeah. 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 I had to really get used to that in
1: Miami. Like, yeah. You know, in Europe, um, Especially in France, like they don't use a lot of air. So when you go into the cafes or restaurants, you don't feel like that gust of cold air. The only place I really feel it in LA, because they don't use the air too much here. No, yeah. But they do in the grocery store. Like I'm always cold in Air One. I'm in Air One. Always cold in Air One. It's like free Air One why is it so cold? Inside? I know. Maybe. It's like freezing. I was there yesterday and I like had, um, I had like goosebumps. I was so cold. Speaking of cold and like that goes really well with pet peeves. Like what are
0: your three pet peeves?
1: Okay. So yeah. So Instagram asked us to ask each other these yeah. questions. Yeah. So, so pet peeves.
0: Yeah. People asked Jenna,
1: what's your three pet peeves? I have more than three. Like I have so many pet peeves. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Tell us all of them. Hands that aren't aren't nice. Mm-hmm. A woman with really bad style. Or just like, no. You mean. <laughs> okay, with bad wait, wait. style or like, like just ba- not caring? No, like, a, no. I think that bad style is worse than not caring. But to go out with someone and where you're like embarrassed of their outfit. Yeah. Like for me, like. That could really like, like I was at dinner in LA, and someone came to dinner, and I was like, "You got to put my coat on." I'm like, "Here's my coat." Oh my here's gosh, my gosh, like to it, be that person. Yeah, I, I you know, it's just it's something like it's an eyesore. Like it's yeah. like it it disturbs what my. What did they eye. wear? God, I love her, but it was like this, like boot that was like over the knee but it had like a like this western motifs on it yeah it but then it looked like it was worn with like a skims ribbed uh tank dress oh no yeah i did yeah so what do you think about kim kardashian style before and after kanye well, she was really into a jewel tone before Kanye. She loved a jewel tone. She loved an emerald green. She loved a fuchsia. She loved, like, a purple. She, like, dressed like she was a beautiful... Um, what's her name? Jasmine from uh, Aladdin. Yeah. That's what she looked like, and that's what she, like... Kim loved a jewel tone. Um. Uh, I don't know. I think, like, her she's she looks sexy kim is like really sexy Mm -hmm. so i feel like her outfits like look sexy but if i took that outfit and put it on me like it would look ridiculous like she like oozes sex right yeah and so she can wear like she you know she's curvy and very voluptuous so she can like wear these like outfits that look really good on her body type um But that if I wore it, I would just, like, look, like, ridiculous, you know? Yeah, but, like,
0: you you think that she has good aesthetic or, like, without him? Because people always say, like, he's the one that made her have good t- look good style.
1: I used to think that. But then when I look back and see the outfits, I don't think any of it's any good. Yeah. Some of it. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's okay. It's just not, it's not my style, you know? I have a friend named Zizi. She has, like, amazing style. And my team, Kristen, like, dresses incredible. Aww. And I, like, I'm, like, surrounded by, like... Girls who, like, I'm so inspired by, like, how they look and what they wear. And, um, yeah, you have to look at ZZ's Instagram. I'm going to. What is it? Uh, Zizi at ZZ Donahue. And she is, like, so, like, oh, my gosh. Like, you got to see her outfits, like, that she puts together. And she helps me a lot. Yeah. Um, and I feel like my style has gotten better just, like, since she's been in my life. And since I have money to buy Chanel,
0: (laughs) (laughs) that makes it a little, that makes it like
1: easier. Um, But like, who else is, who else dresses like really well? Like whose style, whose style do you admire? Who do you like? I don't know. I feel like for me, I just
0: really care about the material of stuff, you know? Yeah. I'm not there. I care so you know much about there. it. Like, you the, do?
1: Like what do you, like what, like what, what do you want?
0: Well, I just want it to be natural materials and then it's like hard because designers don't care, right? But then some are and like then there's a what? lot like of- Like you
1: don't want to use, like you want something sustainable or what?
0: Well, that's the thing It's like there's so much sustainable talk, but then it's all made out of plastic water bottles. Or whatever you know, and so you're like,
1: "What does sustainable mean to you?"
0: Exactly to me, it's like okay, as close to um, the earth that like as possible in terms of like. It's hard too because it's like okay, cotton and linen like those are natural materials. Wool, like sheepskin, like leather. I love that, but then there's like great like ways to derive that, and then there's like shitty ways to derive that. You know, cotton's like most cotton and like I wanna talk about
1: glyphosate with you.
0: It's like most cotton From the
1: cotton, it's all genetically modified it and they're spraying they're spraying the cotton. So the, the glyphosate is basically leaking through your system, Literally. which is why you need the glutathione drips and the MSM.
0: It's so insane. And then it's like
1: <sighs> That's uh, why to I, what I level love you have a to get? vintage um Chanel love yes. that they made prior to glyphosate even being around.
0: <laughs> well, it's so true. Yes or the other day I was actually just thinking of you when I came in And saw your really cute Chanel outfit. And then it reminded me the other day, I was at this market and this girl made repurposed vintage designer Mm -hmm. jewelry out of Mm -hmm. like real designer belts. uh, And then she made them into necklaces and stuff. And I was like, that's so cool because, you know, it's real. It's old school, but it's still designer and like really cute. And she just made it all look really cute. Like, I don't know if I could pull off half of it, but like you, I feel like you pull it off all like designer stuff off really well. But I feel like I if I did it, like I just feel like I would have just like stepped out of like Dubai or like you know what I mean? Like I feel like I need to like go minimalist and like a little like toned down.
1: No, I think we should have a fabulous day at Chanel together. Oh my gosh. Can we do it?
0: it? Maybe one day. I mean, I wanna do like air one shopping with you and then you take and then we'll go to the
1: designers' places you like too. I feel I'm in air one every day. And yeah. You can catch me there. I've been like, um you know, look, I've been going to Air One. Kim Vanderbeek took me to Air One first and she introduced me to Tony. Oh my gosh. But Kim took me to Air One in two thousand seven and I was like, What the hell is this? Yeah. And she brought almond milk to my house for the first time. Wow. You're going to love Kim when you meet her. But Era One was like, you know, back I then remember. it was this small grocery store on Beverly and it was like a tonic bar where yeah. you would get these crazy like chaga, mushroom, latte and all these kind of added shots and, and elixirs. They were like elixirs back then. Like and real Chinese. Yeah. And you would sit at the bar. I and I'm like, it. I'm like, where the hell are you taking me? Um,
0: So... My son is named after Truth Calkins, who helped with the tonic bar with Donna Gates. Really? Yeah. Not because I'm obsessed with him or anything, but I just like the name Truth came to me when I was like that's such so a cool cute. name but they what
1: if you're like somebody yells at your kiddies like and they're like hey truth you're a liar i know <laughs> well, he says that
0: all the time he's like i'm truth i speak the truth
1: i'm true what you know, not be like, like, Who told like you that? truth
0: that's a lie yeah seriously i mean he lies too all the time 24 7 no but um but i'm like just you know <laughs> that's so cute truth is a liar huh? yeah truth is a liar but i'm like <laughs> It, yeah, it's so funny. But I think that, yeah, I want to go back to pet peeves because you didn't finish in the Ugh. style
1: one okay. and the hands. Okay, but hands, what the way that my mom chews and swallows her water, like oh gulping, like I, feel like I feel like the guy and Something About Mary when they take his earphones off, like – I feel like I'm like, I have to, like, I, I'm i like, no, don't, don't chew your food like that. Like, like you're one of those people that like really bothers you. like I, the, I know so many
0: people like that. Like the goat, but it's only my mom. It's only, well, isn't that funny? Like my it's husband's like that with like. Chewing apples, or like it's like you can't
1: do it near him. Oh, you can't chew an apple near him, like because you're like biting into that crisp apple. Yeah, even if it's
0: cut up, like it's like it's the most irritating. And I used to think it was like only with me, but then he'd like text me, he'd be like driving in the car with an employee or something. He'd be like, God, like if I cannot stand it, and I don't know how to stop this, but it's like them chewing ice or like you know anything anything I think when you get like really annoyed and it's like someone you're close with too it's like easier to be really annoyed with
1: yeah maybe that's why it's my mom but um I know one when I see a girl on Instagram that has long nails and you see like dirt oh, under her nails yes. there and I zoom in oh see my gosh you dirty do, dirty and I gag <laughs>
0: i love that you zoom in because you know you're gonna go because i'm like
1: why is that dirty like mine are clean yours
0: are so clean they're pristine
1: that really like oh my god you know that that scars me That scars me no it's bad that could like that could that leaves a permanent scar yeah
0: you can't my unsee eye. that.
1: I cannot unsee it. Then I think, are they going to touch my food? Like, are they going to toss my salad? Like, I don't want them to touch me. Like, when there's, like, the dirt under the nail. That's, like, like it... how you get sick. Like, you get sick from that. <laughs> uh, what else? Oh, if a guy, like, leaves, like, hair in the bath. Like, any side of hair, like, yeah. in the bathroom from a guy. Not from a my girl. God. Yeah, like, I was just going to say. A girl, say. like, I don't mind, like, seeing her hair on the floor. But a guy, like... If he like shaves and leaves any hair in the sink, that like incenses me, or like a toilet seat that's up, that yeah. that really gets me going. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else bother? Tell me your pet peeves. Well, I want
0: to get into a question I want to ask you about your boyfriend, but I'll tell you mine. Okay, so I hate the word "sure." sure.
1: Like if someone
0: says "sure", sure. to me, sure. I sure. I've like lost it on sure. just like being like, okay, sure, like yes. Or no. Is it yes or no? Like, I don't know which sure. one. Like, can you just be definitive? I'm never going
1: to text yeah. you sure. Yeah. I'm never I'm, not, gonna I'm not as annoyed in a text
0: message by someone. But, like, I've had to work on it. Because <laughs> I'm such a – I don't know. if it's a, Maybe it's because I'm a Gemini. I don't know what it is. But I'm, like – I like answers. And I don't care if it's an answer that I don't want to hear. Like, I'm cool with confrontation or like being called out like I just I just want the real answer and I
1: want someone to like tell it to me straight I don't like yes people okay yeah I want people to like be hard on me and tell me what's wrong
0: yeah no me too but I think people
1: are scared well I like of us you think like (laughs) yes do you do you find as a Gemini that you have 10,000 thoughts going on in your head and you try to connect them all and say them all out loud and then people are trying to connect with you say
0: yes and every time i mean i interview people and they're like okay hold your horses like you know oh, yeah because it's like, like no it all makes sense. sense
1: yeah but it all makes sense to you it all makes sense
0: yeah so yeah sure is one of them um what's
1: the thing we said after that sure oh what were we just um, talking people
0: about? be oh yeah like people just saying yes ma'am oh, basically because yes, they're scared ma'am. of like the real answer yeah just I'm, like tell, I'm you. like tell
1: me the truth yeah
0: like the first time I met Marianne Williamson yeah like my friend and I could not help but say you look tired to her did and it you, was like when she was running for her? congress
1: did you say it to her? yeah what no did she, she say? was running was she for like, congress it was like 2014 she was yeah. running for congress in LA yeah. I remember yeah
0: and she like came over to my friend's house for like a, an event that we did with her and we just like she was late, and she was just so exhausted doing all these events. Aww. And she like walks in, and we're like, "Oh my god, she looks
1: terrible. Like she
0: is looks she so running tired. Running for president? Like, he looks so tired now. Obviously, she's running for president. First, she, she ran for Congress.
1: Now she is. I'm sorry, she doesn't have a chance. But what's great about her is that these spiritual people are stepping up to run, which uh, oh, totally. puts a new set of eyes on them, which shows that we are progressing to a more uh, like spiritual future of people running in politics. If I that makes agree. sense, yeah. I don't. I think it's important for those people to run, just so that we can see the progression of allowing those kinds of people to have a platform to speak, which I feel is really important. Um, what I see happening right now is that. Um, Look, the canceling has really calmed down. I've gotten incredibly canceled online and I just want to thank everyone who canceled me because you made my business (laughs) fucking explode. Um, Every single time they tried to cancel me, my business would just keep on growing and growing and I never apologized. I will never apologize to them and I fight back with them. That's the thing. I don't take the high road with them. I don't ignore them and I don't shudder and walk away I'm like okay if you're gonna say this then I'm gonna expose this about you yeah um, that's like my Does New Jersey help side, right? side that like comes out? Yeah, like I feel like it helps the like throat chakra. Maybe I don't know, but I was bullied really bad as a kid. So for me, like I I won't I won't stand for this bullying of having a different view and being called these atrocious names just because you have a different viewpoint or opinion, and then they try to silence you with these you know five names that they should just fucking trademark okay because it's five names that they call you right it's like those these f- the same five names what that they, they say you know they'll call you racist transphobic oh, yeah. homophobic yeah. you know they'll totally like they'll say these vicious names to try to shut you up so that you won't say anything and the more they tried to do that the more i'd speak um, and the one, the hardcore cancelers, now they're going after anybody who talks about RFK and look, I'm not a voter. I actually, I don't vote. I, I don't think that it's a fair, uh, system, system no. at all. So yeah. I voted against, uh, Newsom, um, and I actually voted for Hillary and the primaries against Obama. Those were the only two times I voted, but I never voted for a president or, in an r- actual election except for uh, voting against Newsom. And um, what I see though, is that they're now going after anyone who supports RFK. So it's probably gonna get, like we have like a year and a half to go. So they're starting now with their insane posts on social media. But what I find with my younger friends, what's really interesting and very, uh um, what's the word? Um, refreshing to see. I see that people in their late 20s, early 30s, how old are you? 33. I see people who are like, you know, between the ages of like, I don't know, maybe like 26 to like your age who they're not canceling people. Like Mm -hmm. they actually appreciate a dialogue and, um, and I think this is a really valid point to make. My friends who are like between the ages of like 28 to 32, 26 to 32, they don't gossip the way yeah. that my generation gossiped. Yeah. Right. So, like the people who are, let's say, like 36 to 45 in that age bracket, they're mean girls, they're gossipers, and they're cancelers, and their new way of bullying people. Uh, was through politics, right? And so the that this younger generation of people, um, they're not gossipers, they don't bully and they allow you to have a different political opinion. And so I really find that with my generation, with, within that decade, um, that gossiping and being a mean girl just translated all into politics. Interesting. Um, but I, my younger friends are, they really, um, you learn so much from surrounding yourself with younger people. I never understood that when like Madonna would say that when I was younger and I never understood, but they teach me like the most you have, you learn more from people who are younger sometimes because they have a different perspective and a, a newer perspective on things. I and guess, And yeah. they are like, just so much more like kind than like it was for me growing up and so yeah they don't have that bullying mentality which is really really nice to see
0: I love connecting with like you and other women in the space that have really like opened their you know arms up and like shared a lot about their journey and I love that but I also now I'm in that space where I have older women older than me that I look up to and also the younger women that might work for me or you know that I've met and I agree with you I feel like with when they're younger it's like they're not
1: jaded yeah Mm
0: -hmm. they're not jaded and so Mm -hmm. there's this they're not as traumatized yeah
1: there's not this like trauma as bad and I remember that within
0: myself too not as
1: they're not traumatized like with the bullying and like There's like
0: not a lot of, except for, I will say with social media, I feel like sometimes the younger generation is like, I don't know, I guess they share and they're on social media and stuff, but I feel like what I've noticed is, um, they're not as likely to share, you know, maybe, and be as all, I don't know, not authentic, but something about like being afraid of sharing.
1: Well, maybe they're still in their cocoon in a way. Sometimes we go in a cocoon. Well, it's
0: hard to grow up with social media. Like we didn't have it growing up. Yeah. You know, and now everything Mm -hmm. like, I think it would be so so sad with self-esteem wise. I think it's kind of
1: better to not overshare. Yeah. I think it's nicer.
0: But I think, I mean, I guess share, but they're still consuming it. And like, do you but think that there's a sense of comparison that's, or do you think it was the same for us where it was like the magazines, the MTV, like, is it the same in terms of consumption and it just
1: feels different to us? It's worse because it's, uh, because a magazine, there was a, a distance and with social media, there's no distance. Yeah. It's there, the, it's more a, the person they can access things easier so like a model in a magazine would be a model in a magazine that you kind of fantasized about but yeah to have the social media um they can access parts of that celebrity and see them in a different light which doesn't maybe glorify them as much it's kind of like I don't know I think it's different I think it's different And I think with the social media with all of the face tuning and apps like it was still going I don't know it was still going on back then as well but it was just airbrushing in the magazine versus the face tuning online but I do think like within the like progressive movements there are things I do like I do like
0: or are you going to say body positivity? Yeah, I like... do.
1: I do like it. I'll tell you why. I'll t- yeah. A lot of people like on the right will say like it's unhealthy to feature someone who's overweight on a magazine and then it's not the epitome of health. But I feel like em- embracing that person and showing acceptance and love to that person will inspire them to be healthy, healthier. Yeah. And that they'll want to get better rather than ostracizing and bullying them and shaming them. That's going to make them feel like shit. But when you accept and you love someone for like who they are in that moment, you actually inspire them to get healthier and better. I mean, you see that in a lot of plus size models that then become models and then they like start to take care of themselves. Mm -hmm. But
0: I think that there is some fine line because then I do think sometimes – brands take it um really far and it's like I don't know I think that there is a fine line because sometimes I'm like I don't I also don't want to highlight this as it is normal it is normal because it's what we see often but it's not necessarily the best thing
1: but it's happening in response to that bullying that has taken place the last like 40 years right yeah. so you have and like I I, really... I don't have I
0: feel like I didn't experience it the way you yeah saw so it's like did.
1: yeah so it's like I see it both ways because sometimes I don't like when things are pushed down my throat and yeah I feel like it's doing it's being done to virtue signaling right it feels like some of these companies it doesn't feel authentic yeah. right yeah. But what happens over time, when you push the envelope that far, right, Yeah. and you start to show a ton of diversity nonstop, and you're pushing it down people's throats, what that does in the human experience outside of social media is it makes you more acceptable to people who don't look like you. Yeah.
0: It's so true. It
1: does. I understand. I understand that I don't like when things are shoved down my throat, and I ha- I accept people for what they are. But not everyone is like us, right? So there are a lot of people that don't accept who are racist, who are ageist, who are sexist, who have an issue with people who are trans or overweight, whatever it is. I I have an aunt who struggled with her weight her entire life. She was bullied so extremely bad she has like an extreme complex over how bad she was bullied Mm -hmm. so you know to see now that like she would have been accepted when she was younger as she is instead of shamed I see the other the other side of it and I really see it when I'm out because I I see that Look, L. A. has changed a lot for the better and the worse, but L. A. is more diverse, and people who would never come to Beverly Hills before are coming because they feel accepted. Oh. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and
0: so that kind of makes me want to ask you, like, what makes you feel the most magnetic?
1: What does magnetic mean?
0: I feel like just the most, the true, your truest self like on a high but you're just you you know like when you're walking or driving and you just feel really good or you're with someone or people like and you just feel like this feels right like what makes you maybe it's being
1: with people you love or whatever that is but I feel magnetic like when I'm laughing with my girlfriends yeah that makes me feel magnetic like laughing yeah I feel magnetic, like, in the south of France at Hotel Ducat, but I feel like it's turning into a TikTok hotel now, (laughs) and I hope it's not, like, ruined, but I feel really magnetic there. Um, I feel magnetic in Paris, I would say, and... um, Like when I'm working and creating, formulating makes me feel magnetic. And when I weigh a weight that where I'm not bloated and and I'm in my bikini and my stomach (laughs) is flat, I feel really magnetic. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) That makes me feel actually the best. Like when I wake up and I'm like, I'm not bloated and I'm the perfect weight, that makes me feel really good. What about you?
0: Well, I feel like that's just the perfect spot to
1: end it. I love
0: you so much. I love you're tell me i need <laughs> I to know mean, what makes you feel authentic. I, okay i have two minutes okay you want to know what makes me feel magnetic is just being with my family yeah. and i can't wait for you to have
1: that thank you thank you so much
0: I love thanks you. for having
1: me back i love you too